everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on today's episode, we have another creator spotlight coming at you. A bit of an off-the-wall choice. We're doing Stephen King in honor of uh, October and Halloween and all that good stuff. But we're going to get this thing rolling here. What's going on, guys? This is Ron. And this is Hyde. And I'm Michael. And we're going to talk about the, uh, the master of horror, as uh, he's called. He's got 54 fiction novels published. Uh, seven under uh, a different name. And, <laughs> and then he has six... Hide, I was about to take your joke. I'm sorry. And then he has uh, six uh, nonfiction books, over 200 short stories. You know, well known for being hyper prolific. You know, oh for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Household name Stephen King. Um, he is one of those guys. He's of the Tom Clancy level of like recognition. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's he's one of the few novelists but, but who way better. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, well, Tom Clancy's. Fine. I like, I like some of Tom Clancy's but early the stuff. Pro- the problem with Tom Clancy's stuff is that um, he, you know, he's dead now. But he didn't even at the end of his life. He's there were books published that said Tom Clancy on the top, but that weren't written by Tom Clancy. Really? But they were yeah. Tom, they were Tom Clancy properties. Gotcha. So it would say like Tom Clancy's such and such and such and such Delta X Force Squadron. Yeah. Thunder. Or what is it like written, Tom Clancy's the, the Division? The, yeah. The new game. That's not. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Tom Clancy. He's he died. But um, but it would have like the actual author's name in real small print, like because it's you know in the it's in Tom Clancy you know universe. Or, it's, I, yeah. I, I guess I, I don't know. You. It's a it's a weird thing, but uh, Stephen King obviously never did any of that. He's a uh, he writes writes a lot. Uh, he actually wrote so much in his first couple of years of work that he had to develop a a pseudonym, a pen name, to release other books as. Joe Hill. It was not Joe Hill, Hyde. <laughs> it was not Joe Hill. He's like Joe. the Chris Gaines of horror. He's not the Chris Gaines of horror. Joe Hill. Joe Hill is his son. He's a legitimate person. He exists. Yeah, his son, son who exists. No, yeah. Uh, you know, all, all Garth amazing. Brooks does is he takes off the hat and puts on a wig. <laughs> Ron. So Chris Gaines is uh, Garth. Garth Brooks. Did I don't even know why. There's no good There's reason. There's no good reason he why wanted, he did Garth Brooks wanted to release an album that wasn't that country because it was still a little country. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to release an album that was a little bit con- a little less country than his normal stuff. And so he developed a character named Chris Gaines. Oh, awesome. That he then released albums at. A uh, one album Not has. only released albums, he went he, on he, tour. Did, he, played, he played shows trying to fool everybody like bro you're garth brooks Brooks. i don't care you put a wig on and you now have a soul patch like we know who you are no no no. he never he kept the soul patch oh did he yeah it was he just put a wig on and took off the cowboy hat that's right and he he wore like a t-shirt and jeans yeah instead of like the button up up and jeans jeans. (laughs) (laughs) man oh that's amazing real clark kent stuff right there we should uh we should come in the store like a different person yeah right just like no I'm, i'm not michael who's that I'm I'm wearing a button up today of somebody else, um, but so no Stephen King um, he was putting out two books a year for a little bit and his publishers and he was and he had more that he could be publishing right and his publishers were like you you just can't people aren't gonna buy it they don't think you're writing this stuff they they think you know it's ghostwriter or whatever um, so he was like well let's just publish it under a different name. And so that's how Richard Bachman was born. And oh. they released uh, several books, seven books, uh, as Richard Bachman. Was there an overdrive? <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke <laughs> that is uh, very outdated. 
there's a band, Ron, called Bachman Turner Overdrive. <laughs> you know Ron doesn't know Bachman Turner. I can't even tell you a BTO song. B- I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't even said the words Bachman Turner Overdrive together in probably five or six years. They're, I, they're, I they're, they are an, today. Ron, they are an utterly forgettable dad rock band. It sounds like yeah, it. They really, really are. Utterly forgettable. Like, did you see the movie Wild Hogs? That was pretty much their soundtrack. <laughs> oh, cool, cool beans. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that movie? No, you don't? Yeah. That was the. the they're the wild hogs of movies. Uh, of music, man. rather. No, Wild Hogs was great. Well, that was that Tim Allen mo- motorcycle yeah. movie, yeah. right? Martin Lawrence, right? Was no. Martin Lawrence? No. It was, no, it was. It was, it was William, uh, uh, William H. Macy. <laughs> William H. Macy? I'm, I'm pretty Get sure. Get out of here. No, I think it was Wild Martin Hogs. Lawrence. I just. I think- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is my lords. This, this is what we're doing. We're talking about I'm wild so, hogs. I'm sorry. So, so no, no, no. No, I want to know more about wild hogs. <laughs> I, who was in it? What, what, okay, hold on, wait. So I'm, uh, gonna, yeah, I'm no, go, wait, wait, wait. Give me a second. I, I was right. I need to. Yes. I'm gonna guess what year it came out. I'm gonna say 2002. Wrong. What year? 2007. Wow. That's what I was, that's what I was gonna say. You were, you, you were gonna say 07. I was gonna say 07. Wow. But it's uh, who, who's give me the star-studded cast? John Travolta, <sighs> yes. Tim Allen, <sighs> Martin Lawrence, <laughs> William H Macy, Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta, Marissa Ryan Tomei, Marissa Tomei, okay. Uh, Kevin Durant, John C. <laughs> the McGinley. basketball player, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so that you you've hit all the big ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yeah, much. You hit the big one already. Kevin Durant. <laughs> Durand. 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 Oh, not, not KD. Uh, no, Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels oh. and uh, Smoking Aces. Oh, okay, that guy. Sure, sure. Okay, so that that's your Wild Hogs history lesson. Who directed it? Doesn't matter. Uh, you know, <laughs> Zack Snyder. Oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? No, that was... No. I know he No, did, the color palette wasn't right. But... <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, no, all of his movies look good. Wild Hogs looked forgettable and boring. Man, were, the OC you, cast was in this, too. The Orange County Motorcycle. The, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, at the, I, this is way too 2005 for me right now. <laughs> Man, you know, you watch the West Coast Choppers? That's pretty cool. I did. <laughs> I did, too. Which was the one who with the... It? Which was the show with the guy with the big mustache? That was... Was that West yeah, Coast yeah. or was that Orange County? It was, it was Junior and Senior together. And then, the, yeah. and then Junior went off and did his own shop. That's and right. Then yeah. The yeah. show failed. So Stephen King, <laughs> <laughs> well known for his contributions to Wild Hogs and West Coast County Choppers. Um, Stephen King and, and, oh, and also being, and being Joe Hill. And, yeah. <laughs> well, th- they do look the same. They do. Just saying. Uh, I mean, to a prove. little bit of makeup and you make yourself look younger. Yeah, just to prove Hyde's point. But um, Stephen King was a... Uh, a uh, college professor who, um, not for very long, because he ended up publishing Carrie, which I think Carrie was his first book, um, and then that took off. And then, he, like I said, he pu- he published the uh, the Richard Bachman novels after the first couple of years because he was like, well, let's just a see if people are buying my books because my name's on them, or because they're right. any good. And the the Bachman books only sold okay. Until there was a journalist who outed him, and then they obviously skyrocketed. Of course. Um, but the funny, well, not the funny, I guess, but the interesting thing about uh, Richard Bachman is that he released a book as Richard Bachman that is one of the most controversial books in modern, in you know, fiction books in modern times. Uh, a book called Rage. 
which is uh, not in publication. It's not in print. Um, it was pulled uh, a while ago. Um, and it's, it's a book about a school shooting that is written from the point of view of the school shooter. Right. You told me about this. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Because I'd never read it because you can't get it. Right. Um, But I got the, I bought it on, no, how did I, how did I read it? I bought, I found at Half Price Books, a collection of all the Bachman books that had rage in it. Nice. And normally you can't find those easily. They're out there, but they're not they're not expensive. They're just hard to find. Right. If you have a first printing of Rage, that's a very expensive book. That's like a six hundred six seven hundred dollar book, and it was only paperback, like a crappy little paperback. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, it's great. Um, but anyway, uh, it's it's just a really intense book about uh, the the school shooter, and he it's about him. Uh, take he goes into a classroom, shoots the teacher, uh, locks the door. You know. Gets on the PA system. No, no, no. He didn't get on the PA system. They talked to him. And he just takes over the class. And the book is him talking to the class. And sort of, it's weird because it's kind of like Lord of the Flies. Like, they sort of end up coming over to his side a little bit and siding with him. Really? Except for the one guy who's like, you guys understand he's crazy, right? right? Like the, yeah. The, the, the same person. He took person. over a classroom. Yeah. And yeah. then he sort of, he gets another classmate to kill him. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty but, insane. But um, he sort of... Um, he pulled it. Stephen King chose to pu- uh, pull it from publication because um, there were several uh, school shootings. Right. Incidents. Yeah. Incidents um, where um, the killers uh, all had copies of the book. I mean, well, obviously, they all had copies of the book. Obviously, that's not what caused right. it because there's right. deeper problems. But yeah, obviously. Stephen King said, he said, well, if if there's an arsonist, you don't give them fire. So like th- he said, this did not make Very anybody true. crazy or kill anybody, you know. Shoot up at their school, but it w- might have been an accelerant, you right. know. Right, right. Like I mean, that so so it's my responsibility, I guess. Because, but I'll never apologize for writing it because you know it. That's what I wrote, so deal with it. But yeah, I, uh, it, but he can choose, you know, how you consume it. So. For sure, yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's that's a crazy thing. Um, but uh, anyway, so the Bachman books are weird. Um, I've only read a couple of them. They're they're a varying quality, but um, Stephen King is known for. Um, not all of his books being amazing. Oh, um, I'm sure I mean, you have I to mean, have some... if you've written 54 books and you're 69 years old, right? There has to be, some you know, I mean, they yeah. can't all be zingers. You right. know what I'm saying? But um, he does have more good ones than bad ones. Yeah. I think my grandma loves all those books. Oh, really? Yeah, she so, has. I'm sure she has all more. of the books <laughs> collection. And like, do you remember that from a kid? From being a kid? Yeah, I remember. She... I remember she used to. Um, she wanted me to read some when I was younger. Right. I, also Obviously. didn't care right. to read when I was younger, um, but now every time I go over, she still she still has them on the shelves. Just do like, you do you know like does she ever talk to you about specific ones or? Um, sh- most of the times, yeah, I forget them all. Mm-hmm. I mean, because she every time I go over, there's another one. Right. So I wonder. I wonder if she's read the Dark Tower because that that the Dark Tower. I should ask uh, her next the time. Dark Tower series is definitely not. Typical Stephen King, in, in that it's uh, fantasy, right? Um, because he, he Stephen King talks about he'll go to um, uh, book signings and um, he'll ask, you know, who's read all my books? You know, hands up, you know, right. hands up. 
Who's who's read all the Dark Tower? And you know, only a half few, the hands few are up. People, yeah. Fewer people, which is weird. So I guess for some reason, people just don't get drawn to it. Yeah, but, I mean, but um, I'm, I'm assuming like they'll read the first one and then just stop because it's right. not their it's not the it, Yeah, it's very different. So uh, the first one's a western. But I know she didn't read 1122. Really? Yeah, because that's my favorite one. Aside from Dark, that's, that's more that's more recent. Yeah, that one came out. So, yeah, that one came out in the last like ten years or so. Yeah. Um, but I know she hasn't because we yeah. talked about it. And she right. Don't, she doesn't remember reading it. Um, but that's my eleven twenty two sixty three is hands down my favorite Stephen King work. Aside aside from the Dark Tower, that obviously to me the Dark Tower is like his magnum opus life work life's work thing that is never finished and he's always going to come back to it and it has to be taken on as, as its own entity. Uh, you you can rank the books within, but like you can't compare Dark Tower to anything else he's ever written. It's just its own animal. Gotcha. Um, because. I love the Dark Tower a lot. For sure. As yeah, I'm yeah. sure we've mentioned before. Um, but so, 11, Ron, you came to 112263 by way of me. Yes. Um, do you like remember how that. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you remember how that happened? How, how that came to be? Yeah. Because um, you'd never read a Stephen King book before. Not at all. Um, funny enough, uh, they were shooting. The TV show for Hulu. Oh, is, that, is that what it was? Yes, it like was. The, te- the teasers came out, right? Um, and the, the still photos. We and hide as a history teacher. This this show th- this book is would probably be up your alley if you if you. Uh, it's 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 awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I, and he, uh, you were telling me about how Stephen uh, King's awesome, blah blah right, blah, right, blah, right. and they're making this TV show, and I was like, oh, I never actually read it. He was like, what? Right, I never right, right. read it. So I ended up getting Audible. Mm-hmm. Listen to it, and it was about 40, 40 hours. No, uh, 36. Okay. Yeah, yeah, about 40 hours. Round it to 40. But, so, um, but the amount of hours Ron had to go back and re-listen to some. Hey, <laughs> I, I never I never went back and actually Can you, do uh, you want to give me a, a rundown on what on the, per, you the you premise? You'd be better at it. Than okay, all of it. I'll do that. Um, so uh, the the premise of the book, 112263, it's a time travel book, which is always kind of dubious for some people you know it's like eh, i don't care about time travel um but it's not really about that um 11 for those history-minded people um that is the day kennedy was shot um was it who <laughs> right? who uh in dallas where and um so <laughs> what it is the there's it's about a history teacher in maine uh, he's no, he's a he's an English teacher English in Maine. Teacher Maine. In Maine, which is a good chunk of Stephen King uh, projects take place in Maine because that's where he lives. Um, but anyway, um, so it's about a guy uh, who's a teacher, and he's got a friend who runs this diner. And in his diner, he's discovered this portal, uh, for lack of a better word, a doorway yeah. to in his in his cellar in, our, in his a uh, pantry. M- pantry in his pantry, pantry yeah. um, into 1961. And in in the running joke in the beginning of the book is that how are Al's burgers so cheap at the diner? Like there's like a dollar for a triple hamburger, and like it like is fully loaded. It's like it doesn't make any sense. Like how uh, like they call it you know cat burgers. Like it's a joke yeah, that yeah, so, that he's yeah. got like you know he's killing the neighborhood cats to make the bur- otherwise no way right, you can make not, the burgers. It's so not cheap. normal meat, right? But so what you find out obviously is that Al has been going back into the into 1961 and just buying meat. Super cheap and bringing it, bringing it forward. But anyway, so the way the portal works that's is economics. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Well, that's what that's what we need to work on as yeah. a country. But um, <laughs> no. find the portal. No, 
No. No. They don't waste I money. Just, I, no, we'll that just sounds. But yeah, that just yeah. sounds so bad. Yeah. It's not gonna be good. Uh, there's another book that kind of touches on that, but anyway. Um, so the portal works in a different way than most other time travel things. You go through the door, and it's always the same day, same time. It's always, I mean, I don't remember the exact, but it's like you know, it's always August first at twelve fifty three p.m. Yeah. You know, and it's always the same thing. Um, and every time you go back, it sort of like resets. Like any changes you make will stay if you come back, but if you go through again, it's sort of like hitting the reset button, and the past goes back to how it was before you traveled the last time. The concept of time travel, right? I mean, every 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 time travel it's book all, needs its rules. It's right? always something. Yeah. Flash Flash needs to learn that rule. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. It's so- yeah. Flash sounds complicated. It sounds like there's a lot going on in Flash. Oh, that's a whole nother. Episode. That's a whole episode just on the continuity <laughs> of the television show. It that's not like. entirely wrong, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, okay. What's well, like Doctor Who also? Well, no, no, because apparently <sighs> it's like trying to. Oh, We're not ahead. getting into this. Not now. No, g- give me a little bit. <laughs> I mean, we already talked about Wild Hogs for thirty minutes. <laughs> so the first season is a completely different timeline from what the actual show should have been, because of Reverse Flash coming back into the past, taking over and staying there, and taking over as Harrison Wells. Now, not only has he done Flashpoint at the end of season two, which brings in a whole different timeline, as he goes back, something has changed in the timeline again, and he's in a whole completely different timeline. Yeah. Because now uh, Killer or Daniel Panabaker's character, I can't remember her name for the life of me, Killer Frost actually has powers now. I don't know if you saw that in one of the, I, the I promo not, trailers. Because I haven't watched the episode yet. But there you go. You haven't watched the first episode? I haven't episode? watched the first episode yet. I've, I've been busy. Ronald. Well, he had to watch movies for our Stephen King podcast. Mm, true. So, um, but anyway, um, so he has to go back in time, and his friend, uh, the crux of it, basically, he has to go in time to stop the JFK assassination. But since it, he goes back two years well, early. Well, decide to do that, well, to make I'm, the world better, to make well, America I mean, better. I, Without just telling the entire plot of the movie, of the book, that's what happens. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. Uh, his his friend was trying to do it, but he gets sick, uh, and so he tasks. Oh yeah. So no matter how much time you spend in the past, it's always like six minutes later or something like that. Yeah. It's it always was, like it's like know, eleven minutes or something like that. I think it was six, but yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um, so you could spend you could live ten years in the past, but you come back, it's only been six minutes in your time. Um, so anyway, he does. He goes to do it and. It, and again, it's not about it's not about the goal. It, the book isn't really about stopping the JFK assassination. It's more about the journey, the journey and the characters. Yeah. And uh, he moves to Texas, obviously, because that's where it happens. And he gets catches on as a substitute teacher, mm-hmm. and you know, meets a girl, obviously. Yep. Um, and <clears throat> and my dad, who has a master's degree in history. <laughs> doesn't normally like Stephen King but really dug this book because of the historical accuracies and like um, it talks about all all the conspiracy theories because the yeah apparently he did a lot of research oh, for this for yeah this, uh, Stephen King book yeah, yeah he Stephen he King. Sh- he yeah. surely did because he man there's a lot of, there's a lot of conspiracy theories revolving I mean uh, the JFK assassination I mean Magneto right. did it <laughs> the NSA the mafia yeah, I mean, obviously, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. I mean, she had the was rifle. Right, though. Hmm? Magneto was right. Magneto was right. No, he was left. Um, that's right. No, Boo. I mean, he, he'd be considered leftist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you kill a, a left president, that doesn't 
But you have to think at the during the time too, the Democrats weren't very nice to. <laughs> Hi, I'm gonna stop you right there before you say something that gets gets you removed from the podcast by the powers that be. Gets you NSA black bag. The, the cigarette smoking man over there in the corner is looking at you. That's you mean the yellow card? X Files. Yeah. Uh, well, I knew you would get that. I Thank you. Yeah. It's, I haven't watched X Files reference in the X Files. Uh, whenever. A lot of the times in the background of like closed door dark room meetings, there's a guy that you can only see who's not named. Guy. He's just he's just smoking a cigarette. Oh, yeah, I remember they that. made a pop. They made him a pop. He's yeah, called smoking guy. smoking man. I remember that guy. Yeah. I just I don't remember what he did. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. He sat there and smoked and watched. He wasn't like oh oh well. Oh, you don't know. You don't know. He's you have the to. Right, cool. Yeah, exactly. Right. He, I mean, he's kind of like the yellow card man, I guess. Yeah. Um, which I. Speaking of eleven twenty six sixty three, I wish they would. I, I want another story about the yellow card That'd guys. Be great. Like I want a short story about or a novel about just like Let's call Let's the call different like. Well, who knows? The, I mean, maybe his because they're kind of like, <laughs> yeah, can, his, can convince his, him his since he, offspring. Since he, I mean, Joe Hill had him rewrite the ending. I think in two thousand eleven for eleven twenty six. Correct. Um, Stephen King sent Joe Hill uh, a copy of the book. Um, His son. It must yeah. be nice to be able to mail your stuff. Mail yeah. yourself things. Yeah, right? Yeah, he postmarked it to himself. Uh, uh, Joe Hill, great. care of Stephen King. But he sent it to another like. Yeah, place. he sent it to another address. Like went to go pick it up. Yeah. He, put, he put on a hat and went to go pick it up. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but um, that'd, be, that'd be hilarious. Stephen King just creates another alter ego <laughs> to write more books. An- a second alter ego. But uh, yeah, no, he had Joe Hill. Um, Joe Hill helped him with the epilogue, which is... By far my favorite part of the book. The the part of the book. Well, it's be giving it away. So anyway, yeah, yeah, that is great. But the 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 book ends and then there's a like an epilogue called Citizen of the Century, and that is the I go back and read the epilogue once a month. Read it all the time. It's fantastic. It's great. Um, But anyway, um, the book the book is fantastic. They made a TV show on Hulu about it, which um, typical with most Stephen King works. It's not true to the book nope which <laughs> i mean this okay so i'm gonna use my mom as an example she's never read it but she watched the show and really dug it makes sense i watched I'm it sure and i watched it and i it was it was fine but there was just so much stuff that i was just like it didn't happen this way yeah i was i was trying to watch that first episode and i couldn't I what, just couldn't do it. The weirdest thing to me is, uh, do you remember when he goes to stop the the the, the murder at the kid's house on Halloween? Right. Um, Which is the, important. Uh, oh, the plot critical. Yeah. Um, that, that all happens more or less. But <laughs> there's a guy, there's a drunk at the bar named Bill Turkett in yeah, the book. Bill. And Bill, like, you know, gives him a hard time and stuff. Um Bill ends up he ends up befriending Bill somehow and taking Bill with him to Dallas and they live together. I'm not about and it. I'm just like, what? It's so I, different. You know like, what? I see why. Because they need they need more characters because it's just Jake talking to himself to work, the whole time. Yeah, he needs to work off somebody. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I mean it's I get it. It's just a George Amberson talking to himself I don't the like whole it. time. Why I, not? I, Let I, him talk to him. Give, give him internal dialogue or something. I don't know. God. But yeah, so um in the um anyway but the he Stephen King thanks Joe Hill at the end, thanks himself at the end of the book uh, for helping him fix the ending. <laughs> this is a great, this <laughs> great, is great gag. 
Um, so that means your favorite, one of your favorite horror books is written, written by, by Stephen, Stephen King. King, which is Lock and that's key. fine with me. <laughs> but um, a funny Stephen King, Joe Hill anecdote, I guess, is um, a way, in, an amazing parenting tactic, um, a way he, one of the things he would do to get Joe Hill, yeah, get himself, to read <laughs> as a kid, yeah. um, is he would pay him to record audiobooks for him. He would pay Joe Hill to record audiobooks for Stephen King to listen to later. I got you. So he's like, here, here's money. That's him reading, reading right. the book. Yeah. Right. Um, and <laughs> he would do it on cassette tapes. And he, Joe Hill recorded Dune, which if you, um, he did a bunch of them. But if you don't know, Dune is a really long book with a bajillion oh. characters. Oh, and, and, and it took him years to complete. But like, cause he, but he got really into, he like does the character voices. He does like, he does the whole thing. And I would really love to get a handle on those tapes. That'd be great. Oh, that'd be awesome. You know, he has them. Oh, of course he does. He'll release but, them at some point. Yeah, maybe. So when Joe, when Joe Hill, um, the well, Frank Herbert. Dude, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, Frank, okay. Frank Herbert. Yeah, yeah. dude. There was a movie I mean, of that, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> with Kyle McLaughlin. It was with Kyle McLaughlin. Well, it was because David Lynch directed it. That's right. Because uh, okay. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Um. Well, actually, if you go look at the movie, it says it's directed by Alan Smithy, which whenever I think I've mentioned this before, but whenever a movie, whenever someone does not want to be credited on a movie for various reasons, legal, you're not proud of it, you don't want it on your resume, whatever, they remove you like your Alan name. Moore? <laughs> yeah, like Alan Moore. Um, they replace it with uh, Alan Smithy. That uh, the movie Dune adaptation of the book is famous for the most Alan Smithies on credit. Really? Yes. Yeah. It's, Man. I mean, it, there's a lot. All right. Um, maybe not. On, I don't think not on the IMDb, but like when you go watch right. the credits for the, the right. for the DVD, I, I think they might have on the Blu-ray updated it with regular with the real credits. But the DVD and VHS definitely has a well, lot of Alan Smithies on. Film now, and there were yeah. toys. Yeah, there were. Um, there well, were. Toys. I mean, for Dune, and there were also like 19 books. Yeah. Like, but you only really need to read the first Dune. That's the only one that. I mean, if you really want to get into the mythology of Dune, go ahead. But, um, yeah. Um, that's Dune. Well, then. It's great. Yeah. But, um, anyway, um, so that's 112263. Um, Ron, can you tell me... I, I think I'm the only one here that has read a lot of Stephen King books. So, um, and I'll talk, about Dark, I'll talk about Dark Tower here in a little bit. Um, but... Ron, can you tell me um, some Stephen King movies that maybe you remember watching a lot as a kid, or or that or that you you know, just, just some Stephen King movie memories? <laughs> well, other than the two I watched today, uh, the one the one I remember watching uh, was the Children of the Corn, one of the Children of the Corn movies. It's funny, I was watching it at my grandparents' house, and I, I it's a weird movie, but my grandpa loves the movie, and I, I, barely, I barely remember it. I remember, well, obviously you remember the cornfield, right? Yeah. Because that's, that's like the thing, right? But like, I remember I remember the the kids that come out of the cornfield. The cornfield and children of the corn? Yeah, no I got way. it. No, 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 no. I got it. No, I got it. Yeah, no. But I was, it just... It was a weird movie to see as a young child, and I, my grandpa I mean, used to terrify me. That's weird for you. <laughs> Do we want to talk about what I grew up watching? About, we can talk about Carrie, obviously. What did you grow and up I, watching? Like? 
I Terminator, oh, Scarface. I watched Terminator. Godfather. Terminator wasn't that bad. Yeah, but you also got Disney movies. Well, yeah, because I was, I was raised as a child. <laughs> they raised me as a innocent child. I was like, you know what? Here are the terrors of the world. Yeah. You got to watch out for these wise guys. Mm. You never know. They might whack you. You call one of them funny. Like funny how? Funny, funny, like, a funny like a clown? Funny like a clown? I amuse you? Am I here for your amusement? Yeah. No, that's that's, that's Joe that Pesci. What's that? What? He's a, that's a real from? gangster, Ron. No, it's an actor. But, I mean, it's a real I mean, gangster. he's a real wise guy. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Is a real wise guy. But no, I watched Carrie and, and Children of Corn when I was little. No, Carrie. I, They've remade Carrie. Carrie a lot of times. Did they had a sequel and then they had the reboot, I thought. They've done okay, they did they did a remake. Well they okay, they did a They did the remake they, in twenty thirteen. They did a remake, they did a sequel, they did a made for T V movie, okay. which is the best one. I think the the re, the T V version is the is better than the original. Um, as far as I'm concerned. <sighs> I don't know if I watched the TV version. You probably there. haven't. A lot, of, a lot of people haven't seen that one. I don't even think it's on DVD. I think that's like you know illegal download type situation at that point. Hmm. Although I don't even know if it's illegal. I don't know who owns that. <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, no. I mean, Carrie, Carrie's a classic. I mean, that's that's the book that that was his first book, it propelled him to fame, and, and all that stuff. But um, I think the first real, the huge Stephen King. Uh, uh, movie was The Shining. Shining. Yeah, The Shining, which was directed by Stanley Kubrick, who was known for, you know, Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. Tank Girl. <laughs> Tank Girl? He did Tank Girl. No, he didn't. The, I swear he's on Tank Girl. He didn't do Tank Girl. I <laughs> uh, swear. You think, you're, you're thinking of something else. Um, uh, I, you must be. Um, but he, known for, uh, Stanley Kubrick, known for, you know, um, I mean, maybe he was like a producer or something. Uh, he produced. Okay. He produced. Okay. Um, for directing like really out there and crazy movies. Yeah, Tank Girl doesn't seem really out there and crazy not, for not, him. Not like a Clockwork Orange. Well. Uh, but I don't, yeah, I, I would say he wouldn't really direct Tank Girl or something. But anyway, um, but The Shining is uh, a classic Stephen King book. That well, I mean, a, a good chunk of his books are classic, um, but. <clears throat> so the movie comes out and it is very very different from the novel uh, so much that Stephen King actually you know tries to distance himself from the movie even though it is very popular and people like it it is so different from the novel um, it, even so different in fact that later on Stephen King and Mick Garris made their own version for television which is fine it's it's decent it's not as good as The, the Shining it's more accurate but Anyway, so um, as as the one of us who has watched The Shining most recently, how different was the movie? Ext- extraordinarily from the book, uh, v- so different. Okay, like it's not even funny how different it was. Um, well, I mean, the book at some point. Yeah, no, the book is really good. Um, like the whole room two thirty seven thing is really different. But um, as someone who just watched it the most recently, Ron, can you tell me? Uh, what do you think of The Shining? Because I think you had never seen it until I never seen today, it right? Up until today, uh, it was really good. I need to watch it again. I feel like I missed some stuff. I think uh, I think that's how you're supposed to feel. It's, really, it's just. But it, I think that's most with 
Kubrick, Kubrick movies. Yeah, I mean that's okay. that's more so is that that's a, more of a Stanley Kubrick thing than it is a, a Stephen King a Stephen King thing. thing. Gotcha. Stephen King's problem is that he the way he ends his books is always just uh, well, I guess we'll never know what was at the bottom of that lake or like you Inception. Know. Yeah. Okay. It's well, it's always just like well, that uh, that's it. It's over. It was like the ending to Under the Dome, the book. The Simpsons movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, something man, like I, that. I feel bad for Stephen King because because um, he was writing Under the Dome f- since the 70s. He was trying to finish that book since the 70s. Uh, he, he talks about it. He says every writer has trunk novels that they've been writing on forever. They just keep it in the trunk and they never get published. Is that what George R. R. Martin is doing? <laughs> no, George R. R. Martin writes two pages a day <laughs> if he's lucky uh but um <laughs> which is funny because like that's that that's that quote from the con where, yeah. they're, where they're talking and george r. r martin and stephen king are doing a panel and george r. r martin is like i don't understand how you can write two novels in a in a in a year it takes me six months to write a page it's like at least he knows yeah, yeah, he it's knows. Because there's not a giant stack of candy bars for him to eat while he's writing. Got him. <laughs> but um, what was I talking about? Under the Dome. Under the Dome, the book. Yeah, so the book for Under the Dome, Stephen King was trying to write it for the longest time, and um, it is. It's it basically the plot of the Simpsons movie. It's the it's the Simpsons movie. Yeah. But he was working on it way before the Simpsons movie existed, and before that was even a thing, you know. Um, but. It's about this town. Oh that wait, gets, did it come out after? It came yeah. out. It no, it came out the same year. Shut up. Yeah, it came out the same year. <laughs> that's hilarious. I didn't I know, know. But that. he was working on it since the seventies. Well, yeah, you know? I'm sure. So like that's oh that's oh poor Stevie. I know, and and he talks about it. He's like, well, I didn't even know that was the plot of the Simpsons movie until the book came out, and people's like, oh, so it's like the Simpsons. Man, I, that's I know. See, but my first inclination... Because you would assume they, he took it, they took it from Stephen King. That's what I would have Yeah, you too. would have assumed well, that. That's what I assumed when we talked about it not too long ago, and I was supposed to read the book. No, it came out around the same time. I think Man. the book was published actually after. Dude, that sucks. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was published after. But um, anyway, it's, it's a really awesome book. I really dig it. It's about this town in Maine, surprises, uh, that gets sealed off by a dome. Um, they don't, a clear dome. It just one the first like four or five chapters in the book, probably like the first hundred pages is is called Dome Day, and it's all the stuff that happens when the dome goes down. Right, because people you know are people getting lives. killed by yeah. the dome, people driving cars into it. There's a plane, it's a whole thing, um, and could they see the dome? No, it's invisible. Okay. Um, the only way you can see it is when there's like stuff left on it, like when the plane hits it, like it gotcha. leaves a scorch mark and stuff. Gotcha. Well, but they don't know it's a dome. They call it a wall at first. Cause yeah, because they don't know if it domes. Yeah, right. they have no they have no way of knowing that, you know. Um, we'll bomb it, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, they can't from inside. It's just a little tiny main. Yeah, it's a town. It's, it's a small town that doesn't tiny have a main town. No, 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 they have like a sheriff um, who has a heart problem. You know, that's that. It's that kind of town. It's an old country type sheriff. You know. Um, but anyway, um, but the ending of the book is just really bizarre. I'm spoilers. I'm going to do spoilers on this one. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I just I, I, I'm done um, th- they literally solve the mystery of the gnome in the last 40 pages really? and it's like oh it was aliens oh okay and that was that's it cool. it's, it's over dome's gone they okay. like they find a generator they, f- they find the thing that is keep that is powering the dome they figure out that it's aliens and they destroy it and they're fine well then. it was so weird I was like oh okay well, 
Okay. So he was trying to hurry up and put that book out. Yeah, he had to. He had to finish it, I guess. I mean, but he does that. A, he does that a lot. He does. He does that type of ending a lot. Three seasons. Yeah, it's. Three I've watched the first the two. Um, the first one, um, like typical Stephen King stuff. I was getting annoyed by how different stuff was. Um, St- but I but I enjoyed it. A uh, season two, I was also enjoying, except for it was weird because they were still f- meeting new people. Like, where are like, these new characters coming from? They've been the under town. a dome in town. <laughs> And then they also find a way in season two to go in and out of the dome, like because why not? Well, well, one of the characters finds finds like a, a rabbit hole or whatever, and he can get out. Oh, like like, like in, in eleven twenty two, yeah, yeah, like in the Simpsons, <laughs> like like in the sand pit. Yeah, that doesn't happen in the in the book. Um, uh, <laughs> he gets awesome. out, goes and gets help, and then goes back in. Well, obviously, was this was this Dean Norris's character? Is that the older guy? Yeah. The, no. Okay. He's the no. Uh, Big Jim. Big Jim. No, he's the bad guy. No, he doesn't. He doesn't do any of that. Um, no, no. This is Barbie, uh, the main character. Oh, okay. Uh, Dale Barbara. Yeah, Dale Barbara. Um, Barbie is what everybody calls him. But um, anyway, he looks like a Ken doll. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a it's a weird series. I don't. Is it over? Yeah, it's done. Okay, I need to watch season three then. The last the last episode was uh, twenty fifteen, and. The the TV show was just really bizarre. Like they had um, a lot of like shared dreams and a lot of just weird. Hmm. They really upped the alienness. Like gotcha. That just Stephen King does shared dreams a lot though. Like I don't know if have y'all ever seen uh, Storm of the Century? No. It was um the perfect storm. <laughs> no, Storm of the Century is takes place in Maine. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. And it's a it's a TV miniseries uh, that he wrote, not a book, not a short story. One of the very few Stephen King video works that is not based on that Stephen King work. He wrote it himself. Uh, it's about I don't remember. It's about a very bad storm in Maine, and there's this crazy guy who takes over the shelter where everybody's staying. But there's there's a part in there where everybody, every kid in town has the same dream. Hmm. But he he does that a lot. That's a that's a recurring theme in his work. Okay. Um. But yeah, so that's that's under the dome. Under the dome's okay as a as a as a show, but man, the book is is really killer. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I have it I have the, it on key in my audible. So. Yeah. So hi, tell me about you. What what are some of your favorite Stephen King uh movies? Well obviously you covered it with The Shining. Um and then Wrong Got Children of the Corn. Misery's always good. Barely. But I also really like it. It is great. Um, you know, while everyone's on the topic of clowns, might as well go with it. Yeah, but yeah, that cl- that clown business. Clowns, right? I don't really know what's going on with all that clown stuff. I th- I think people are making it up. I I don't think so. I think a lot of people, like people that like to do pranks and stuff, are running well, with yeah, it. Yeah, that's probably true. I think it started out as you know joke articles that gets. Shared around and now people are just doing it on their own. I mean, I'm sure kids are just dressing up as clowns just to be being funny. stupid. Yeah, but people exactly. are getting shot over it. That and that's not the fun part. But no, or is it not? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It but they're remaking it. Yes, uh, they are. With what? Uh, what's his name? What's his name is playing Pennywise? I don't remember. It's Jerome, yeah. or not? You don't watch. Right? You don't watch um, Gotham. No, I the last thing I seen him in was Shameless. um. Wait, what? He's not in Peter Skarsgård, right? Bill Skarsgård. Bill Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. 
The last thing he was in was that uh, I think it was Art. Was it called RV? Maybe RV. <laughs> no, the, rem- the, the Robin Williams <laughs> trash <laughs> comedy. The remake. Uh, was that RV? That was a. It might not have been called RV. He was in Hemlock Grove. Uh, he wasn't Hemlock. You Grove. know, Hemlock Grove was okay. He wasn't Hemlock Grove. I didn't like Hemlock Grove. I wanted Hemlock, it to be. Hemlock I, I liked like the first five or six, and then Emmett it just, loves that movie. Show. Show. Sorry. I I wanted to like it. I liked the first couple, and then it just sort of. I okay, get I get it. it. I, like I sort of got the point after. But he doesn't play in Shameless. Okay. I I was thinking of someone else. I know. That's uh, he's not. He's in Amityville. That's what I was thinking of. Ugh. There you go. The wait, wait. When? Uh, which Amityville? There's a, a new Amityville coming out next year. Oh boy. And he's in it also. He's not in it. I thought it was it because he was. Oh, pre- oh, oh. He was talking about promoting the movie and like everyone was thinking he was gonna be Pennywise. Oh um, okay. And it was Cameron Monaghan from oh, okay. Shameless. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. The Ian Gallagher. Yeah. But no, that's not him. Yeah. That's. Doom. A little bit of research, but, um, but yeah, no, they're redoing it next year. Actually, yeah, it should be coming out next, next year. year. Yeah, it was just on the Entertainment Weekly, I think. Um, but I I like it because you know Killer Clowns are are always fun. I mean, yeah, it was one of those movies. I think as a kid, that people like the cool kid saw it early. You know, yeah. before everybody else even talked about how scary it was, and it sort of got this reputation for being really scary. Uh, the book is way scarier. Really? Yeah. The book is the book is out there too. There's a lot of weird like sexual content in the book that isn't in the movie. Gotcha. Um, and like just a lot of weird stuff that involves the kids. But yeah, it it felt like a really older Scooby Doo too. That was that was the great thing because it was, it started off with the kids fighting this demon, and that possesses the clown, which Pennywise, and it time jumps if I remember correctly about 30 years yeah uh, time jumps about 30 years to when they're adults and they have to go back and recreate this losers club is I think if I remember what they called it correct um, to go fight Pennywise again huh yeah that's I'm, a cool concept I'm really looking forward you've never seen it no um, the book I'd say read the book first but the, the, the audio book is really long oh, I'm sure it's like it 48 is. hours no, it's, a, it's, it's, a thick it's, book. As, it's as long as the stand hmm. which is massively long um but no there i'm i think that that's totally okay to remake there's certain movies that i'd say leave it alone but it's completely fine you know but i mean it's already adapted from a book it's also kind of one of those things like i think at this point and we'll kind of get into it a little bit more but the horror genre it's like the master of remakes oh for sure yeah i mean and at this point if it's part of the horror genre it's gonna get remade if it has a horror pop it's part of that genre there's nothing is sacred i mean they remade halloween they remade friday Friday. they did nightmare um i mean their uh scream didn't get remade i mean yeah they did yeah they remade it as a tv show um that's not in the same universe i thought it was a i don't know i never watched it it was supposed to be but it they don't really know okay. I mean it's not like Courtney it's, Cox is popping up and okay fair enough um, and I guess Exorcist as it Exorcist, counts because of the TV series I think Final Destination which is fantastic by the way yeah, if yeah, any, I think I heard about that one too I don't know if anyone's episodes. watching The Exorcist yet but you guys the need to be watching episode, that the first episode's it, awesome I need to watch the other two the first, th- the first three are I'm, solid I'm trying to catch up on Designated Survivor first <laughs> Hyde, Hyde is also old. And he's watching the. Uh, oh he, he's man. also what catching up other, on his Matlock DVDs. Lethal Weapon. Le- lethal Weapon. 
Hyde's also just got his Matlock Blu-rays in the mail today. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Laser and, disc, what are you talking and about? His, <laughs> and his prune juice. It keeps you regular. <laughs> oh, but um, anyway, um, <laughs> that's that. I'm missing medium, by the way. Medium? I'm not, I'm oh, to record? No, no, like it's on right now. I'm missing medium. Oh, They're they're redoing episodes of medium, and I'm, wow. I'm missing that. Who knew? Medium. Well, then. Um, <laughs> okay. But um, so I can't. We can't talk about Stephen King without me talking about the Dark Tower for a little bit. Um, it's one of those. The Dark Tower is, and I'm gonna go ahead and just make sure everybody knows that I'm the only one here that's read them. I'm pretty sure. Yep. So um, let me let me ask you this though. Sure. With Dark Tower, there is a comic series. There is. It's one of the longest ongoing Marvel comics. It's like ten plus years. It is. It is very sad. But that the, the longest <laughs> ongoing Marvel. Well, I mean, same with DC. What's their longest ongoing book? You know. <laughs> oh wow! You know, I mean, that's they that's, don't have an ongoing. Well, I mean, I mean, theoretically, if you want to count action and detective, yeah, you, and that doesn't well, count. You count those I mean, because they start, they added the fifty-two issues into it. True, mm, I guess maybe. <laughs> um. Anyway, go on. But is it? Could you read that if you don't want to sit down and read every? No, because book? well, it's weird. So, books one, two, and three are all. Current ca- current timeline of the characters. Book four is the main character, the gunslinger, telling a story of when he was younger. So it's out, you know, it's out of chronology. You know what I mean? It's like it's basically Roland as a kid. Uh, the main character's name is Roland. Um, start calling you that, Roland. <laughs> Mike already calls me Roland. So oh. there we go. That's uh, that's a uh, Mike. Boss yeah, Mike. Uh, GM Mike. But um, yeah. So you no, know, the comic books are written in chronological order, not publication order. So the first stuff you read is The Gunslinger as a kid. Uh, So you could, but they've been writing it for 10 years, and they're technically only on book two in terms of continuity because they did most of book four, which is the longest book in the series. They They did all of book four and some extra stuff. The, for the first, you know, several years of the publication. And now they're almost, I think, I think the last trade just came out for book two, uh, today on Wednesday, um, so uh, which is the drawing of the three, but um, so the Dark Tower um, is a seven and a half book series. Uh, I mean, well, the, the eighth <laughs> book that was released is called Number Four Point Five. So because it's the Fast and Furious series, cheese pretty much. Um, but it was released. Um, he released one, two, three, and four. Um, in quick succession and took like a 15 year break in between four and five um, and famously um, it, well, real quick I guess I'll tell you what the story it's a, it's about a uh, the, the famous first line of the, of the book is uh, the man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed and that is the that is the plot of all of the books it is the gunslinger going towards the man in black and the dark tower which is at the center of the universe um, or of the world, not the universe. Um, is there a ring involved? Uh, there is no ring. <laughs> there is no Mordor. Uh, no uh, Sauron. No Sauron. No Nazgul. No, none of that. But it is very similar to Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Um, Stephen King, he talks about Lord of the Rings in the introduction to the first book. Okay. About how it has a lot of influence on the book. So that is not lost on him. Um, but anyway, um, 
so the the plot is the main character is trying to get to the dark tower um, for various reasons that you know why bother explaining right now <laughs> you know you know it's like trying to explain Doctor Who to somebody that hasn't watched it it's like well they did it for Doctor Who reasons you know why and did it wh- go on and on all day ex- exactly <laughs> like wh- why did Captain America do this thing uh, comic books I don't know he had to do uh, it because Hail Hydra yeah because Hail Hydra <laughs> but um, anyway so um, the first four books come out. Um, there's a big gap in publication, um, and the books are known for before book five comes out for being kind of meta. Like, it's really weird. It's in an old west setting, but there's a character from 1986 New York. Okay. Like he meets him in the book two. He draws him in through a door that he finds on the beach. There's just a door on the beach. He opens the door, goes through the door. And he is inside the body of a guy in 1986 New York. Did he say hold the door? Hold the door. He did not. <laughs> um, and pulls him back in into the gunslinger's time. Um, like they keep hearing the song Hey Jude various times throughout the book. You know, there's lots of references to our world. Man, hmm. it's like Westworld right now. Like you get the it, random, it random Nirvana song yeah. <laughs> playing in that, the saloon. That, that <laughs> I keep rewinding Westworld to go, like, what song is that? Is that Creep? That Radiohead? They're playing Radiohead. They're playing Metallica. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the soundtrack on that is awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of the a lot of you know references to our our world, which is bizarre. Um, and I'm not really giving anything away here because I mean the books have been out for a long time, so deal. I'm not going to give away the ending or any like super spoilers. But um, anyway. So well, the movie will super spoil <laughs> if I remember correctly. The movie is going to super spoil, and that really makes me angry. That really makes me angry. I'm not going to do it is here. Is really going to spoil it? Like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, like, I, like, like imagine. I guess if I missed this info. Imagine like, like Game of Thrones. You know how the books don't have an ending yet? Right. Game of Thrones is the TV show will have an ending that will spoil the books. Correct. And even worse than that. Spoilers okay. in it will be different. From Think about like what's, game, well, uh, what, what's, what's something that is a long running thing that has a big reveal at the end? Like, uh, Can you give me an example? Like. Like maybe Harry Potter or... I, I, I'm still uh, only six movies in. Either way. It'd be like, okay, if you found out... Oh, oh Harry Potter does have a big reveal at the end. It has, it has a couple big reveals at the end. It would be like... I don't care if you spoil Harry Potter for me. I really just... Dude, okay, whatever. Okay, so <laughs> Snape, Snape is a good guy. Well, yeah, obviously, I, I knew that. that. Yeah, you I heard did? about that. Well, I mean, you could tell him the and sixth you, movie. I don't know, I don't know. Okay, well, okay. And Dumbledore dies? Uh, that happens in the sixth movie. I don't remember. Um, anyway, <laughs> it, it would be like if you knew that going in. It is that level of a spoiler. Like something no, happens at the, literally the last paragraph of the book is is this spoiler. Really? Is, yes. Monumental. Huh. Like, um... <laughs> Why would they to, do that? To, they knew. I, bro. <laughs> but also, I feel like it's kind of a thing where... They want it to be different from the book series? They want it to be different from the book well, series, and it's, but at least launching from the book series. Correct. And so what they're planning to do is they're also going to have a TV series in conjunction with this with young Roland, which is going to tell... Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Assuming that the movie does well, then they'll do this. Huh. But um, so, but anyway, back to Dark Tower real quick. Um, books 1 through 4 is that. And, and then... Uh, uh oh, they're coming! They're coming to get us. They're after Ron. <laughs> I was like, because I, 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 I could hear it on my monitor, but I wasn't sure that y'all could hear it. Like, I don't know how loud it actually is. So yeah, that was the police. They're uh, <laughs> yeah, they could have been. <laughs> it was a KRS one. 
But um, anyway, uh, dark, <laughs> dark Tower. Uh, so um, dark. Coming for us for spoiling things. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Right. That's the spoiler police. Um, so Stephen King was famously taking a long gap between book four and five. Trying to get through the stupid part of the story, and uh, <laughs> well, tell and me we keep, how you really feel. Yeah, and we keep getting sidetracked. Um, but anyway, so what happens is, uh, in real life, Stephen King gets into a very serious accident. Like he is walking and gets hit by a van. He's wa- he's out like just exercising and walking. That's why that joke is in Family Guy. What what joke? <laughs> yeah, I remember that joke now, don't I? So they're doing a – there was an episode in Family Guy, who knows how long back at this point, where they do three Stephen King stories. Okay. They did Misery. Mm-hmm. They did Stand By Me. Yeah. And I don't remember the third one. I can't remember but the other uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, okay. Shawshank. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they were like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to see Stewie be the little kid in the hallway? And uh-huh. it was like, oh, no, we're going to do the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> but they're doing Misery, and they're telling the story of Misery, and Brian is – I love Misery. The, the, the right. Yeah. And he's driving down. He's a child's book writer, and he's like, "I'm gonna kill the major character." And oh, okay, Stewie is the girl. Um, and as he's driving, he hits Stephen King. Yeah, as Stephen I King for, is I forgot, walking. I forgot about that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, funny. but yeah. So I mean, but so Stephen King gets hit. It gets hit by a van while he's walking. You know, for exercise or whatever, and. Um, he sort of has this revelation that he's like, I could have died and I never would have finished The Dark Tower. So he immediately writes the next two books, like, in the next couple of months. And Man. Like, because he didn't, he didn't know how to finish it. Like, he was having a hard time finishing it. And then that is when the series starts to take a weird turn. It's like something hit him and he got it. Yeah. <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, but the books. Hyde, why would you make that joke? <laughs> that's all right. He's over it. Um but so he wrote books five and six and seven really quickly, but they were always meta before, but they got super meta at that point because at the characters realize that they're in a book. No, he didn't. They did. And but it's but but it's but not in the way that Deadpool does it. Not the way the Deadpool does it. It's not like that. Um, they realize that they were created. They don't say a book, but that, that there is a creator, and that is Stephen King. What is this, Grant Morrison writing now? Yes, pretty much. And there's a part where they, because on their quest, they need a specific thing to happen. Um, and, and, and it just happens. No, no, it doesn't. And Do they the, go, hey, can you write this in this? No, because, because of the way that the, the story works, there's these doors occasionally where they can go to various points in time. And so they're trying to predict how they work and figure it out. And they need to go to meet Stephen King at a certain time so he doesn't forget the Dark Tower. So he, do- he remembers the tower and blah, 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 blah. And so they, get to- they need to get to him before the accident. Yeah, it's, it's insane. What? <laughs> and so I know. I know. It's- it sounds insane. And people, like, love this. Not only love this, but, like, contributed portions of their lives. Oh, yeah. But, like... I'm telling telling this out of context. It sounds. Cra- I understand how crazy it sounds. I understand, but like it, it is so out there in terms of the creativity of the book. It is this the books? 
um, without giving everything away. They they do end up. They have to. They sort of explain why Stephen King references the Dark Tower in all of his other books. That is the thing. In ev- pretty much every Stephen King work, it references the Dark Tower. And that is because when they meet him, before he's written Carrie, they sort of plant the seed to always be thinking about it. And to always have it in your mind, no matter what you're doing. That or some weird, like, BS Hollywood thing. It's all connected. No, that, he was doing this since the 70s, you know. Um, but, man. Well, yeah, I know. It's... <clears throat> Bananas, but anyway, the ending of the book—not to tell you what happens—but at the at the very end, obviously, he's going to get to the dark tower, right? So he gets to the tower, and then it goes on to tell another part of the story, and then it says at the end, and then there's a part written from Stephen King to the reader that says, "Okay, Which look, told me. I've told you, I've told you this yeah. off air." He says, "Okay, look, I'm paraphrasing. Okay, look, the book is over, the story is done. You can stop here and be okay, and know that you've read the complete story." Or, but if you want, if you need to know what happens after Roland goes in the tower, you can read the epilogue. Now you don't have to. I don't recommend it. If he he, 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 no, he says if he says I don't recommend it. If you're going to be upset if it's if it's a negative ending, because okay. it's going to upset you. Okay. He straight up tells you don't read it. If it's gonna, if you're gonna be bothered by a bad ending, don't read it. And then everybody turns the. And then everybody reads it. Of course you do. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? And that is what is spoiled in the movie. Man. That ending. That's crazy. That the earth life shattering moment. You know, you know. Actually, I was reading an interview on something, and I won't say what it is, but it's uh, some showrunners were talking about something, and they were like, yeah, we pulled our our idea for the series finale from from that. (laughs) Man, it's just like that. That's such a slap in the face to me. Of like, <laughs> of anybody that wants to go read it, like, well, oh, well, can't you just pretend it's fanfic like every other Watchmen thing that's not Watchmen? I know, right? I wish, but anyway, um, I mean, that's all Joe Hill stuff is. <laughs> yeah, <it's> all, <laughs> I mean, that's his Chris Gaines career. Yeah, but um, anyway, um, so that's enough of Dark Tower rambling. I can't wait for the movie in February 2017. I really, really can't wait. Um, yeah, but there's a better movie in February 2017. What? It's the Lego Batman movie, duh. Oh, right. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I mean, it is probably going to be pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Be they better not open the same weekend. That's going to be a problem. They will. They better not. Lego Batman's going to open that weekend. <laughs> it, it probably would. I don't I don't even really... Dark Tower doesn't have that big of a name recognition. It's going to have to be built on Idris cool. Elba and Stephen and King. Stephen and King, yeah. McConaughey, too. Oh, yeah, my McConaughey's in it. McConaughey, yeah. Um, yeah. Those three names will get people to see the movie. But um, I think it'll be like, oh, cool, Stephen King. Oh, cool, Idris. Oh, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Love Matthew. What is he going to start beating his chest and doing a song while drinking cocktails? Driving, driving mm-hmm. the, uh... and, and getting real high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but real quick, um, just to touch on it briefly, because I know Ron watched it, especially for, especially for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um one of my most favorite Stephen King movies is Misery. This movie. It is. I, it it always God. it always blows my mind when people haven't seen Misery, because I this is one of those movies that isn't actually aside from that one part. It aside from it's not that violent. Aside no. from the part where the guy gets shot. Right. Not saying who, but the guy gets shot and the hobbling. The hobbling, man. Other and than it's, that, it's, it's not funny. that violent. It's all psychological. I knew about this movie. 
from Family Guy. Because we were talking about the three movies God, they did. I hate you. For, I know. Yeah, I know. Right? Like, I'm the worst person. But I was like, oh, you know, whatever. Uh, man, this movie was intense. I love this movie. Yeah. No, it was great. great. It has the best practical effect in the world of somebody getting their foot smashed. Oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, it is... The, it is it, so it, intense. It is... To this day, my mom has never seen it. You know what's funny? She always before, covers right, her eyes. Just, I was watching the movie, and right before she talked about, she talked about um, the bullets and the gun. Yeah, yeah. And I thought she was just gonna shoot him in the leg. <laughs> and then she gets the block out. But no. And you're like, what is she doing? Exactly. How, how long? How long until she did it? Did you know what she was gonna do? And right when the, and, right when she pulled out the sledgehammer. And you're like, because well, she puts the block between his feet. And you're like, and what is like, she doing? What's that? Man, that's weird. Oh, oh no. No. Oh, it's so it's so I I'm so jealous of seeing it for the first time. Man, you know what I mean? It like sucks. it's man, it's so good. Oh, it's one of the things that you'll never forget. That and then the guy dies. Oh, man, yeah, it was, yeah. It was tough. Yeah, that was awesome movie. Fantastic. I like how it ended too. It was yeah. It he in the, still in the sees restaurant till his day. Right, right, like, right. It's, it's insane. Yeah, it's good. But um, in honor of Halloween, uh, being Halloween month as uh, it is for a lot of people, um, we're gonna. Run down in this and the next two episodes, uh, our favorite aspects of some of the uh, most classic horror series. And today, uh, we're going to do since the 13th, it was yesterday, Wednesday the 13th, we'll do Friday the 13th, even though it's Wednesday the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Friday the 13th, otherwise known as the Jason movies. The Jason movies. Which is funny because a lot of people, you know, you say Friday, they don't necessarily know you're talking about Jason. Exa- yeah, Freaky Friday? No, that's uh, with... Uh, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan? No, no, no I'm talking about the original. Jody, oh, Jody Foster, Ron. Sorry. Sorry, uh, sorry. J- sorry. J- Jamie Lee Curtis and... <laughs> Lindsay Lohan? No, I mean, the original I, one, Ron. I'm sorry. That one's, that one's just as good, though. They're about the same. Uh, they're, they're not... Freaky Friday is hardly a classic. I mean, it's enjoyable, but it's hardly like the masterpiece of cinema. Well, no, that's the odd couple. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Friday the 13th. Uh, God, Jason's so awesome. Okay, so this is going to be a Ron trivia question. Uh, which I will get wrong. Go for it. I'll, I'll ask you both. Who is the killer in the first Friday the 13th movie? Oh, I know. Right, it, was, it, was, it wasn't him. It was his mother. It was right? his mom. Yeah. Okay, good job. There you go. Which movie... Does he get the hockey mask? The, it's the second or third one. Third. Third. Okay, In the second movie, he wears a potato sack. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was the third one or not. We always called him Tater Sack Jason. Ah, dude, it's, it's been so long since I, I watched I know, I know. It's, I, it's funny. They're so fun, though. The, the, the one I remember the most, because it's the most recent one I watched, was... Was it Jason in Space? Jason X. Jason, Jason X. X. Jason God. X... I, I, I caught the tail end of that the Man. other day. That is the worst it's, freaking it's movie. It's horrible. <laughs> I remember... Okay, I was going to talk about Jason X. Um, oh, my my favorite of them is Jason Goes to Hell. Um, Which one was that? That was the remember. one where Jason is dead in the beginning. And, like, his body possesses people. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, Man, Jason X. I remember specifically, we went to go see that. My friend and I went to go see it in the theater. But we weren't old enough, and we're like, oh, they're not going to card us. They never card us. But for whatever reason, they carded us that time, and we didn't get to see it. Oh, that's had to go. I had to go back and uh, have my mom buy the tickets. Of course. You know? Did that move? You mean you didn't make fake IDs? What? You mean no. you didn't just buy a ticket to another movie and just snuck into that movie? Say what? No. 
I, I was I was a Boy Scout. No, I was a Cub Scout at the time. <laughs> Cub Scout. I wasn't a Cub Scout. I would have been like me. I was like eight going to see Jason X. But um, I remember we were of the f- first group of our class to go see this horrible movie. Um, Man. And for those that don't know, basically there's a space station or something, right. and they. It's been a long time, so you're gonna have yeah, to remind it, it's me. It's been a long time since I watched it too. But. The, they're in a space station and they're like transporting these things. Not well, just Jason. I don't, it's not just Jason, is I it? I thought it was. Because they had him cryo. Yeah, he was frozen. he was frozen. Oh, man. And obviously he gets unfrozen. Uh, and starts killing people in space. Piper. Oh, man. It's, the it's best so part, bad. The couple, there's a couple best parts, but my favorite part is when they kill him and he's like laying against that piece of machinery and like there, it's like this molten metal stuff right. and it like fuses with him and it becomes Robo Jason. <laughs> and, and that's, I forgot about that one. And then... And we would tell people about that in school, and they're like, no. I'm like, yeah, totally. Yeah, there he is. Oh, that's at, Robo Jason. Um, and then oh, and awesome. then we would also, we made up, we made this up, we would tell people that he shot rockets out of his mouth. Oh, and they're like, dude. oh, really? Like, yeah, dude, it was <laughs> sweet. Took, I mean, it's, it it's I mean, 2455 when oh, the movie takes place. Would you believe it, though, if he yeah. shot rockets out of his mouth? Yes. Why didn't he? At that point, if he's going to space, I just... This guy, he just goes, ah. And the room just... <laughs> rockets. No, he just like lightly lifts they up the mask. Into a cyborg. Yes. Yeah, he's ro- Robo Jason. Man. Um, and the other part is where they have the computer simulation to trick Jason. I don't remember that. It's I don't a, remember that one either. You don't actually. remember that part? Okay, so it's on the spaceship, and they have to like lure Jason into this trap. Okay. And so they have a computer simulation that is of Camp Crystal Lake, and they have these two naked teenagers. I think I do remember that. <laughs> and they're sitting by a lake, naked. Talking about how they love premarital sex, <laughs> like that's and that's how they call it. He's like, I just love premarital sex, don't you? And you know, it's along those lines. And they're being like super bubbly and stuff. And cuts to something else. Cut back. Jason has put them inside of a sleeping bag and is beating them against a tree. <laughs> as, I'm like, as he do, as, as he, he do. Uh, and at at that moment, I was like, "Well, they definitely know what they're doing here. They, you know, just Man, just own it. So good, just own it." Um, and the other one, the annoying, most annoying one is Jason takes Manhattan, which is that's, the bi- which is the biggest lie of a title because it takes place on a boat. That's the oh, eighth that's one, right? Yeah, I think it's the eighth one. Uh, it's seven or eight. I don't remember. Um, Jason takes Manhattan takes place on a boat, and at the end, they dock at Manhattan after he's killed everybody on the boat. He docks at Manhattan. Because Jason can dock a boat, uh, and then uh, it's him walking down the street oh, of man, Manhattan. Manhattan. It's like, oh, he's gonna kill everybody, and that's where it ends. Yeah, that's the end. And it's no him sequel, walking on the street. Obviously, well, there was a sequel. It's called Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah. Oh, was that was that? Right? There was no direct sequel. Well, there wasn't. I mean, there was like nothing to do sequel. with him killing Manhattan. That never happened. I was disappointed in that. No, did you see Freddy vs. Jason? Oh, I love that. Because we're talking about Nightmare next week. That's one of my favorite movies. With Jason that movie was horrible. I, lo- I don't know why I love that movie. I mean, it's like, why do people like Alien vs. Predator? Alien vs. Predators. Oh, yeah, that, that movie's it's horrible. But. Awful. But, but it's, it's so not as bad as Requiem. Still, that's, well, yeah. Well, yeah. As bad as AVP is, it's not AVP Requiem. But um, but um, Freddy vs. Jason, I remember I, seeing that in the theaters, too. God, I like that movie. I did, too. I, I always thought, oh, man... And well, who wins? Jason won. I'm because because he obviously. well because he kills him and he's carrying his head out like he's well, yeah ca- but he was also not dead. Well yeah because so. he like winks at but the see, camera. That, that's the other thing too is what I like about the horror franchise is that you can easily and even the AVP franchise you easily know who wins in those fights. Yeah. And they actually like yep nope he won 
Yeah. This round. Yeah, right. <laughs> this round. I'm surprised they didn't keep those this, going. Man, that would have been Or, you awesome. know, like... Well, I mean, they are getting rebooted. They both are getting rebooted. Um, they both started well, they got, next they year. already got rebooted once. They're getting rebooted again. Okay. Um, yeah. Actually, the new Friday the 13th comes out October 13th, Can you do me a favor and look up who's playing Jason? Because I swear if it's Kane Hodder, I'm going to... I'm <laughs> From, from <laughs> Jason X? Kane Hodder played Jason for a long time. Did he? But Kane Hodder is obnoxious. He he goes to horror cons and charges like a hundred dollars. Really? Like, bro, you're a stunt man. Hmm. Calm down. You you wore a mask. <laughs> you did, nobody... They only have a director. Okay. Um, because Kane Hodder just oh. he just as as a convention level he he annoys me. Do you do you do you want to know this director's uh oh, rap sheet? Oh man, here we uh, go. What's his name? Hold on, tell me. Uh, Breck Eisner. Breck. Breck. B R E C K. No, B R. Yeah, B R E C K. Breck Eisner. Breck Eisner. What has Breck Eisner directed? Um. Two thousand five. Two thousand five. It's his first big movie. Two thousand five. Okay. Um. It starred Matthew McConaughey. Can you give me the Sahara? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sahara's not too terrible. And then his second big movie was The Crazies. Hey, oh, Ron, Ron likes The Crazies. And then his oh. third one was The Last Witch Hunter. Oh, with Vin Diesel. <laughs> with Man, Vin Diesel. Oh. The, only good, the only good part about The Last Witch Hunter is the promos that they did on YouTube called D and Diesel, which was Vin Diesel playing D&D. Because he's a big, giant nerd. He is a giant nerd. He wrote the introduction for fourth edition D&D books. But it's, it's uh, him and the cast of The Witch Hunter playing D&D with their characters. <laughs> Oh, it's great, oh, and anytime, serious. anytime he rolls a twenty, like a big graphic goes on the screen, and Vin Diesel goes critical. <laughs> like it's so awesome. good. I still miss his shriek. The crazy street shark commercials. The crazy. Oh, is this, awesome. yeah, that yeah. The, the crazy. The crazy. The crazy is, is decent. I haven't seen that since it's, the it's theaters. Been a little while, I yeah. saw it in theaters. Was the last time I saw it. Uh, no, I, I'm, yeah, I that was it. about the last time I saw it. I don't. I probably watched it three Halloween's ago. Okay. Um, that, that's one of the things we're going to talk about uh, on our Halloween show is, you know, favorite movies to watch on Halloween. Sure. So stay tuned for that. But um, I got a story for that one, too. It's going to be good. What is your favorite Friday the 13th movie, Hyde? Mine is Jason Goes to Hell. Uh, my favorite part from Jason Goes to Hell is when they're at the diner. They're, they're at the this, like, side of the road, roadside diner by Camp Crystal Lake, and they have these Jason burgers. Uh, and by and they're just... They're just uh, just regular hamburger patties, and they cut out a hockey mask into it. Oh my god! And then they awesome. take the other parts and make it into another burger. So they're like, they're like, they're just, they're just cheaping you out. And yeah, just, it's <laughs> good. That's, that's that's Jason Burgers. Um, do you have a favorite? You know, everyone likes one. I didn't care for one because I don't. I didn't want it for his mom. I right. Just, like, because we weren't watching it as it came out, so no. we watched them as knowing the as the Jason, Jason movies. movies. Yeah. You know. And so I think one kind of disappointed me, but I know I understand it being a classic. It is, um, but you know I definitely know what you mean. It's not. It 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 did like really push the slasher genre yeah. into being what it is. Um, but, but I think three, three. I think when he fully formed Jason, yeah. hockey mask, and all that for sure. Yeah, no, the three three is great. Ron, how, do you have a favorite? I, if or, I or, can or, remember Jason X. I think, yeah, I, th- I, think I think that needs to be be your answer. Just like uh, yeah. Jason X. Why not Jason X? Because that's the one, that's the only one you can remember. remember the most. God, man. That's a shame. I know. It, don't the leprechauns go to space at one point, yes. too? Yes. And he also goes to the hood. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. B- uh, 
Well, he went to the hood twice. Yeah. Because one was called yes. Back to the Hood. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then he goes to space. Man, the Leprechaun movies. Are, I feel so bad for Warwick Davis. Do you though? I mean, I guess he's getting money. We should watch those. We should watch Friday the Thirteenth. Why? We should do, we should do like Friday the Thirteenth. Bed, bedrock streaming. So. Bedrock streaming. Okay. Yeah, I'm down with that. That'd be great. Um, Why do I feel I, like I Kevin that Nash game. was in Leprechaun? Kevin, he was because he was in Leprechaun. Was he? Kevin Nash, the wrestler, right? Yeah, the wrestler. Yeah, yeah, he was in Leprechaun. The first one? No. Or is it the space one? <laughs> no, he's in. He's in one of the. I was going to say one of the bad ones, but I mean... <laughs> yeah, it's like... One of the worst ones. But um, I'm also, as, as a side note, I'm really looking forward to that Friday the 13th game. Oh, the video game looks awesome, My goodness, man. that looks awesome. One versus, what, 15 or 13? Yeah, one, or one versus... It's, it's like one, one V10 or something. Right. It's, it's going to be insane. It looks so awesome. Yeah, when no, is that coming out, Dean? I mean, uh, not for a while. Not. It's going to be a little soon. Well, is it soon? It's, it's in not, the next couple not, of months. It's not this year. Yes, it, it, it is. It can't be, because it's not finished. It's not release window. It's not like a holiday window, is it? No. Oh, man, that'd be so good. Because nothing ever comes out after Call of Duty. That's the last game that comes out every year. The last big game. Uh, Pretty much. I mean, last big game. There's always, like, small titles, but after Call of Duty, I mean, I'm just coming from somebody who worked at GameStop for 10 years. Is it? No. On Steam. No. On VR, because the VR comes out. On VR. Oh, right. That's what it is. It's going to be launched on VR. VR comes out tomorrow. Yes. Uh, should be oh, on Friday. Friday. Yeah. Tomorrow, you mean? Okay, yeah, I got you. Okay. Um, but no, I'm. Is it going to be on Xbox One? I hope it. I we're, think so. Wrong. Yeah. We're getting that right. Oh, obviously. Okay. Because I need to play that game. I'm just gonna stick to Naughty Bear, which is exactly <laughs> the exact same game. It's not. It's made by Five Hundred Five, and they make trash games. Hide. You're they do playing, make. You're playing do, trash games. Hide. They do make trash games, but I want to be a giant psychotic killing teddy bear. Cursing teddy bear. Cursing on top of that, yes. yes. And he's is he British or the announcer is just British? The announcer is just British. I, re- I remember the commercial. No, Teddy, you can't do that. Naughty bear. <laughs> that was a that's a weird game. That's a great game. They made two. Did they? They did. One was called like Island Summer Island Island Paradise. Oh yeah, it was like a little. It was a small one. Yeah, it was like a DLC game. But uh, anyway. Um, that's just going to go ahead and wrap up our, our Stephen King episode. But uh, we have some events coming up. Um, we do. This Saturday. Saturday? On the 15th. The 15th? I, I couldn't remember if the 15th was Friday or Saturday. This Saturday, we have uh, Ladies Night um, at the Westheimer location. Ladies Night, and it feels so right. <laughs> Well, there's a... There's, that's Hyde singing high. cool in the gang for you. <laughs> Hyde is uh, quitting. He's going to go be a wedding singer. <laughs> Uh, not like Adam Sandler. He's going to be like one of the unsuccessful. He's going to be like John Lovitz in The Wedding Singer. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best part about that movie? He's losing his mind. And I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> um, um, anyway. Uh, late, ladies night. Ladies night on Saturday. Ladies, ladies night on Saturday. 15th. October 15th at Westheimer. 7 p.m., right? Or Se- yeah, 7, 7.30-ish. Um, yes. Something like that. Um, we're having uh, a video chat, among other things. We're having a video chat with Amy Chu and Hope Larson, um, which is going to be awesome. Uh, so, fielding your questions uh, for Batgirl, Goldie Vance, Legend of Korra, Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy, Kiss, Kiss. I, yeah, I kiss. wish I wish I wasn't in Atlanta because I would just ask Amy Chu Kiss questions. Oh, 
Like, you, you excuse me, Miss Chu. Can you tell me which ah, track from Miss Chu? Miss Chu from uh, Atlanta by Michael Hawkins. <laughs> Hawkins. Yeah, yeah. Hawkins. Yeah. Get his name wrong. Yeah. What are you, the pi- the pirate kid from Treasure Island? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Lord Hawkins. Um, but really, can y'all ask her like what her favorite track off of the Elder was? Because she said in an interview that her favorite album. Her favorite Kiss album is this really ridiculous Kiss album, which I need to know more about that. I need her to tell me why. Because I, I love that album, too. Michael, I got you. All right. All right. Thanks. Um, and then on the 5th of November, no- remember, remember. But we, no, we, we have something before We skipped something. Yeah, we have the... St- oh, we have the Halloween <laughs> sale. Oh. I'm, al- I'm, already, I'm already over it. So I, I've, know, al- I've already forgotten it. No, we can't forget it because we're pricing back issues like nobody's business oh, yeah. right now. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so yeah, um, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday of Halloween, uh, we are having the biggest sale of the year. First ever Ooh. four full days of the sale. Four Normally it's only three. Full days. Four full days. But Straight. make it in on those first couple because that's when all the good stuff. Yeah, that's when all the yeah. good stuff goes. And although we do replenish, we do replenish. Oh, oh, we do hard, replenish. Hardcore. Hardcore, hardcore replenish. So um, everything is on sale. Um, Almost everything is minimum 20% off. There's a few things, like new issues are 10%. 10% off, yeah. Uh, high age gold and silver is not. It actually won't even be here. Yeah. Oh, yep. right, because it's going to be at uh, Alamo San, San Antonio. San Antonio. So won't even have to worry about it. No. Um, but, yeah, I mean, trade paperbacks, 40%, 40% off. Hard, issue, hard those, covers. You know what's crazy is those omnibus and the absolute editions are 40, yeah. are 40%, 40% off. off. And we're going to have a bunch of clearance stuff, too. So make sure you come oh. down and look at some <laughs> of these uh, um older out of print or just you know less popular titles that we're going to have clearance price which is more than 40% off so make sure you come down early for those because there's going to be a lot of good stuff there Um, maybe some stuff I'm going to pick up too Um, that Jewish gangster book (laughs) I do want I do want to get Jew gangster Uh, (laughs) I I have a friend that just (laughs) was here he was here and he's Jewish he saw the title he goes what is this I I have no idea Uh, and I'm going to buy it for him so uh, anyway, go. yeah, Jew Gangster will be on clearance, so uh, you have to fight me for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so everything is hugely discounted. Make sure you come down for that. Uh, and then after that, on Viva Vendetta Day, is uh, remember remember the 5th, the 5th of November, Terry Moore will be here. Um, but but in, in a more uh, intimate setting. Intimate setting. This is a very limited, after hours. Very limited after hours uh, event for his new book, Motor Girl. Mm. Motor Girl, yes. Um, and this is a like a dinner. It's a dinner. You have dinner, dinner party. wine, music. And you get to sit down, talk to Terry Moore. You'll get an exclusive print. Yep. Um, and you'll get a signed copy of the book as well. And you'll get the book a little bit early. It's twenty five dollars. You get dinner and wine, and you get all that stuff that we just mentioned. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be really fun. Seating is gonna be very limited. If yeah, I remember it's correctly. very limited. Um, l- not a lot of tickets. So the sooner you get in to to do it the better um yeah there's not going to be any day of seating for sure no. this is this is a thing that's going to sell out um so I think yeah we're almost halfway sold out yeah no we too. are um and we didn't have that many to begin with so no. um i think it's something like in the in in the range of like 20 25 tickets left yeah. it's not a lot um either way um so if you are a terry moore fan if you like rachel rising if you like strangers in paradise, paradise echo you know mm-hmm. all the terry stuff um make sure you come down for that um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and we all love Terry. I mean, he, he did our Archie. He did our Archie cover, which we'll talk about Archie next week. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so make sure you come down and support Terry in his new book. Uh, everybody loves Terry; he's great. Um, it's got a giant gorilla that talks. If that's any consolation, yeah, it does have a giant talking gorilla. Um, much like Overwatch. Much like Overwatch. But I think he's better than Winston. He probably is. But anyway, <laughs> let's wrap up our Stephen King episode. Ron, what's your favorite Stephen King movie? Go. Misery. Real quick. Misery. Good call. It. Ooh. The Mist. Oh. Which we didn't get to talk about, we but we're, we're running Ooh. over, so we're not going to talk about The Mist, but it has the most brutal ending of a movie yeah, I've seen intense. in a long time. That ending is awful. But uh, anyway, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you so much for downloading us. Come in and talk to us about your favorite Stephen King works. Talk to me about Dark Tower, please, because I need people to talk about it with. There's a couple of box holders who I know. I talk to you about it just because I don't know anything. I know. I don't talk to you about it. This is true. we will talk to you all all day. If you know about it, please come and talk to me. There's a couple of box holders I know that that have read it and are all about it. Because once you've read them all, you're you're all about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, So come in and talk to me. Come in. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, Come in and talk to Ron about... uh, Anything. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, about hashtag crossbones. No, nope, he's dead. Nope, he's gone. Cross, crossbones is dead. Yes. But <sighs> hide. Oh, you said it. Okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, yeah. Ooh. Come in and talk to us about your favorite Stephen King properties. We love to hear it. We love the feedback. Thank you so much for downloading us. Later, guys. This is Ron. And this is Hyde. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>